What's good, everybody? This is Silas from SilasBeats.com, and today I wanted to speak about a, a, a silly game I've been playing um, on my phone. So, with all the work and everything, I've kind of decided um, that I need a little bit of break, of a break every now and again. So, every now and again, what I'll do is I'll go and I'll download a little game, something that I can play every now and again that takes my mind off of the work. Just just purely because whenever I'm, you know, I'm on a computer on my phone, it's work, right? So, um, it's usually a role-playing game that I play. The game is, the aim of the game is progression. So, I kind of get the same kick out of that that I do with my business. But at least now it's fun. So, the game that I downloaded was, goodness me, and I've just completely forgotten the name of it. Um, I think it's called Drug cartel or something along those lines i don't know but it's not the obviously it's not the most kid-friendly game the aim of the game is like drug wars how they used to have it back in the day was this really silly game called um drug wars and the object of the game was to make a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time by buying selling drugs and the way that you would you know uh move the drugs around is you would um You'd fly them to different countries. You'd ship them to different countries. There's always the, the possibility that the cops would find you, that there would be um, all sorts of things that you'd need to do to conceal the drugs, whatever the case is. Obviously not very kid-friendly at all. But I was I was working at it, and I, I was like, I was doing that, right? And then directly after that, I went and I... Um, uh, once I was done with the game, I then went and I started having a look on Gumtree and having a look on Facebook Marketplace um, for equipment to buy and sell. And as I was doing that, I was like, shoot, I'm playing Drug Wars or Drug Lord. It was called Drug Lord in real life. Just obviously I'm doing legit, doing it legitimately, um, but I'm using the exact same concept. And I was like, how did I win in the game? Because clearly if there's a certain way to win in the game, it would probably be similar, if not the same, to do it in real life, right? And I know this is a terrible lesson from a terrible source, but I thought about it and I was like, hold on. In the game, you start off with very little. In fact, in Drug Lord, you start out with debt, right? The first thing that they do is they tell you that you've got, I think it's like a couple of days or a couple of whatever it is to, to, to take out uh, that debt, to basically clear that debt. And then over and above that, you have to build an empire, right? So the obvious concept is to buy something at a cheap amount and sell it at a high amount. But you don't have a lot of money, right? So there's a few ways that you can do this. The first way is to go and even though you have a loan, go take another loan, right? What that, that, that loan allows you to do is to move. It allows you to do stuff. It allows you to buy goods, buy drugs, <laughs> and then go sell them. Right? You sell them and then obviously when you sell them, you're not selling them at a lower amount, you're selling them at a higher amount, meaning you're going to make profit, obviously. Right? Um, the things that the game doesn't take into consideration is like transport costs and all of that, but obviously when you are doing the same thing with your legitimate whatever, it doesn't have to be music equipment, it can literally be anything, you're taking that into consideration. So if there's shipping costs, maybe it's a makeup line or it's weaves or anything like that, then you take into consideration that you've got shipping costs and all of that right and you sell it at a higher amount you then very quickly because you're able to do volume 
you then very quickly move through that debt and make that money back. The moment you've made that money back, boom, all of a sudden, you either have a lot of product and no money, or you have no debt, like completely. Your debt is cleared and you're good to go. You can continue to sell, right? Because you would have been buying and selling already. You would have some product left over to sell. So that's one way of doing it. It's risky, riskier. It's a riskier of the two options, but it's an option and I've done it before and it's worked for me before and I was able to get out of that. Um, sure. The other way is the slow, it's a little bit slower. It's a slower method, but it's a little bit safer. So in the beginning, what you do is even though you've got the debt, you take the little bit of money that you do have and you buy whatever it is that you can at the cheapest possible amount. Right? This is it's a bit painful, but you have you start out like this. You buy whatever it is at the cheapest amount that you can and the highest volume that you can buy it in. Once you've done that, then you go in and you um you try and sell it, but you try and sell it for the absolute most that you can sell it for. In doing this, you then you've made a small profit. So if you had five thousand rand, now you've got five thousand. 200 or 5,400 rand, which is fine. You've moved all your stock, you've spent all your money and you've got all your money back and you've made a small little profit of 400 rand. Great, not amazing, but great because now you can do it again. Either you go and you buy the same product again and sell it again if you can sort out that, um, uh, that what you call it, that, that same method. So you either go to the same person or the same group of people, you use the same method to find a buyer to buy your product once you've bought it. Or you go and you see if you can find another network. And this is effectively how you build your network. So with me, with the music equipment, as I'm buying and selling, I'm meeting more people. And these new people might need more equipment. And if they buy equipment from me and they're happy doing that, then that opens you up to a new market. You're continually opening yourself up to a new market. And um, in that way, your network becomes stronger, meaning the time between you buying stock and selling stock becomes a little bit more pleasant because now you're not hunting for people. You have methods. So for me now, my methods in terms of selling stock, I have quite a, a vast network of people on WhatsApp, but I use all my social platforms as well as Facebook Marketplace, as well as Gumtree. Right? There's a couple of other places that I'm going to go and look for and hunt for now so I can continue to sell. But what's happening now is I'm getting more inquiries via WhatsApp for people to buy the goods, to purchase the goods. So the whole process of me buying, I can buy with buy knowing in mind that what it is that I'm buying is actually um, something that I can sell. So in the beginning, what I noticed is that people don't like buying monitors. Right? They don't like buying studio monitors. Um, I don't know what it is about them, but we just, we struggled to move them. So I bought them, we held, there was a set that we held for months before we managed to get rid of them. So we told ourselves we were not going to do that. But then we realized that it wasn't so much the monitors, it was the brand of monitors. It was an M-Audio set. So then we told ourselves, if we see M-Audio monitors, we're not buying them at all because we're going to struggle to move them. And it's been proven to us, right? These are the small nuances that you pick up. Anyway, back to the method. You buy, sell, you buy, sell in very, very small quantities. So from the example I gave you, you go from 5,000 to 5,400. Then you buy and you sell again. You go from 5,400 to 5,600. Not great. Not a great amount, right? Then you go from 5,600 to 
I don't know, 6,000. And from there, now you've made a thousand rand profit. This is money that you have synthesized out of the air purely by moving something from someone who didn't want it anymore or someone who wanted to make a profit off of it or someone who made it to someone who wants to, uh, who wants it. Basically, you're basically going from someone who's supplying and taking it to the person. You're effectively becoming the middleman. And what you're doing is you're adding your profit on top. This is the basic concept of sales and capitalism, right? You continue on with that process. What should happen, what should happen is that you won't continually go up in those increments. Because you'll have more capital, you'll be able to sell, you'll be able to buy more and therefore able to sell more. You'll be able to move more product. And it should slowly but surely become easier for you to have those networks to do it. So, these are the two main methods um, that you can go about it. Look, there's other nuances in the game like the cops finding you and stuff, but you obviously don't have to deal with that because what you're doing is legitimate. Whatever it is that you're selling, you're not going against any rules, of course. And in doing that, you are remaining safe, right? Um, yeah, so I, I thought about that and I was like, I'm doing the exact same thing with my business and effectively let me take some concepts from that. Now, in that game, what sometimes happens is, is I sometimes start uh, penny, I penny pinch in the beginning and then once I've got, like once I move from having like $2,000, all of a sudden, I've, like after a little bit of work, I've got $40,000. Then I start to become a bit lazy. Right? And this is a trap that you can also fall into with any business that you make. Now you've, you've gone from 2,000 Rand and now you have 40,000 Rand. And now you think to yourself, man, I should reward myself. I can now go and do whatever. I, I don't necessarily have to be, you know, I don't have to focus on this business anymore. But at that point, that's usually the point where um, things don't go well for you because this is obviously money that you've made out of nowhere and now you're thinking to yourself, I'm entitled to all of this and you go and you blow it. Or what you do is you take that money and you start using it on yourself. So now what you end up doing is you end up becoming a parasite of the business because the business has its own costs, not to mention the cost in terms of uh, buying new stock. But now business is now also feeding you and that in itself is an issue because now you're sapping from the business meaning you're not able to make you're not able to grow all you're doing at this point is you're staying stagnant the money that's coming in is going straight out to you and to funding your lifestyle meaning the business is not going to um uh, it won't steadily grow i've had moments like this where unfortunately i had to take from the business and in those moments of weakness um, or poverty, or supposed poverty, I made the decision and I basically then had to live with the consequences of not being able to move around as freely as I can, you see. At that point, that's the moment of growth, of absolute growth. You've moved from 40, getting from 40 to 80 should then be easier if you're not taking anything from the business. Unfortunately, we, like I mentioned, we always do. So if you're able to continue reinvesting, you find yourself in a place where you now have enough. So now you've moved from 40 to say 140. 140, you've moved to 300, right? And this is all from, remember, from 2000. You've come, you've gone all the way up to 300, 400,000. And now that's where the magic happens because now what starts to happen is as you're making, as you're buying stock, you're not buying 200K worth of stock at a go, right? You're buying 
maybe 100k worth of stock, or maybe 50k worth of stock, and you're trying to move it. And in doing that, you have money left over. Now, that money left over is incredible because now you can start doing things with it that, that you're not wasting it, but you're pushing it into something else. You take that money and you start pushing it either into more advertising, more marketing, so that you're, you get your channels up moving better. Um, you invest it in uh, maybe a vehicle if you want to have a vehicle to be able to transport these goods or you, you invest it in having a, a runner, someone who's based in your city and they're the ones driving up and down, shifting goods around. This is how businesses grow. Then from there, you find yourself now in a position where you're able to scale because now you're not the only one who's doing this. You're not the only one who's pushing this situation. You've got people who are doing it for you. Now you're able to step back and you're able to say, yo, I'm not going to do much. I, I might I might broker the deals. I might do what, what, what. But for the most part, I'm going to step back and I have people here who I can pay. I've got excess money that I can pay and it's keeping this business running and it's shooting out enough of a profit that things are, um, you know, that you're not staying stagnant. There's growth in your hustle. So that that there that there's always that point i know many people like we don't talk about it even in our lives we don't talk about it but it's very important when you get to that point where you have a bit of extra cash and you're like yo i can do something with this money i can go buy a car i can go do whatever grin and bear it for a little bit longer and that's where you really win where you really 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 make strides towards um doing big things scaling up way beyond where anybody else is at that moment and unfortunately you know us being humans we kind of we are happy to live in pov not in poverty but we're happy to live um in a situation that's just slightly better than the one that we're in so if you only were earning fifteen thousand rand a month and now you go up to earning twenty thousand rand a month you're like well i can better my life a little bit now i deserve it uh, that's what we call lifestyle creep um, and what that means is that every single time you get an increase, every single time there's a little bit of extra money that comes in, you divert it. That money's already spent before it comes in. Whereas if you had the discipline to say, look, I'm not going to do lifestyle creep. I'm not going to put myself in danger like that. I'm actually going to um, push that money back into whatever it is that I'm doing. So if you get an extra thousand rand at work, you put it into a savings account. If you get an ink a raise even better so you get a raise of 1000 bucks you just keep moving that raise whatever money it is don't don't make as though your life has changed your life has not changed your life is still the same your expenses must remain the same you must still drive the same beat up car that you're driving you must still do what you're doing obviously if it makes financial sense if that car is sapping money from you you might be better off just buying a new car but if you're able to live with your car there's no use you you know, going out and spending that new bonus on trying to get new things. In terms of money and usage of money, that's a very bad use of your money. Because uh, what ends up happening is you're like, well, I've got an extra thousand rand to spend and that can help me with my expenses. That's a bad way of looking at it. It should be a case of, can I continue to live the way that I live despite the fact that my income has increased? And that's kind of something that, um, you know, those of us with businesses have, have had to come to grips with. Um, it's tough, it is difficult, but this is just, this is the only way to success. I know this has gone from just being about a silly little game, um, but most games are based on concepts that can be related to real life. So if you find yourself in a situation where 
you want to start buying and selling definitely do research the market as well as you can research who's buying research who's selling get your networks right um, start talking to people right well it's the same with the music industry as well start talking to people start building up your networks because in building up your networks you start to find sources of referral you start to find sources of people who actually want what it is that you're selling and if you can do that then you're in business because now you have a product you have people who are making the product or selling the product and you have people who are buying the product in the same way if you're a musician then you're able to create the music you might be the person creating the music then you might then be able to get it to the people who want to buy the music whether it be a corporate um, company or whether it be <clears throat> like a, a, a random you know a random buyer of some sort or it could be another artist who wants to buy songs from you there's lots of opportunity for you out there you just need to go out there seek it find it and then exploit it um, be smart about your moves as things start to go well for you you cannot and i repeat you cannot behave the same way that majority of the people in our music industry have behaved and that once money starts coming in they start having to you know flex to show us that life is going well don't do that don't do that if you're able to continue in a little bit of your poverty with a little bit more comfort continue to do that for as long as you can because the moment you come out of that with all of your extra funds it's incredible life changes for you life absolutely changes for you um yeah so definitely consider my words consider if you want to consider the game consider the game maybe it does actually mean it's a free game if i'm not mistaken you can there's versions of it on the app store um drug wars drug lord drug cartel there's lots of if you just type in drugs i'm sure you'll find um you'll find it there somewhere uh and just this the sheer concept of it um, it's it's funny, uh, but yeah, the concept of it really can then you can then take those same rules and apply them to life um, and your businesses and your hustles. So yeah, get out there and start moving product legally. Peace.